Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Pull Up a Stump, Surviving and Thriving Life Nowadays. I'm your host, Cassie, and today we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions, okay? It's December 31st, so everybody, if you haven't already, you will be probably making um, some New Year's resolutions, or you maybe you have already, and I mean, yeah, it's that time of the year. Um, and so it's bound to happen, but honestly, from experience and just my little piece of advice, because whether you, um, agree with me or not, this podcast is where I spew my shit. So, you know, whatever it is, what it is. But, um, I honestly believe that resolutions are kind of bound to fail. Okay. They're, they're kind of a not, I wouldn't go as far as to say toxic, but they're definitely a, not the best foot to start your New Year's on. So what I have done for the last like five, six years is, um, I, I, I call them New Year's reflections. Okay. So let's dive into what I do personally and how I think that you should attack today and tomorrow and the rest of your year to set yourself off, set yourself up to start on the best foot. So what we're going to do is New Year's reflections because, okay, let me just paint this picture for you. Okay. It's December 31st. Whoa. Let's not knock over the the microphone. Um, it is December 31st. You're sitting there looking at your year and you're like, okay, everybody at this time of the year makes all these grand resolutions to make 2023 like the year that your life changes and the year that you're going to, you know, lose the 30 pounds, you're going to quit smoking, you're going to, you know, go on vacation with your family, you're going to buy a house, like, you're. this is the year you're going to be like the Pinterest mom where your entire house is organized. Like, these things, right, pretty normal that we go ahead and we make all these grand resolutions, but how do we make these resolutions happen? So I think what we need to do and what we need to start focusing on is New Year's reflections. Because I think at that what that means to me is we are reflecting on 2022 and going like, okay, these types of people, like, like, like make the reflection on who did you meet this year that brought joy or brought pain? You know, what are like habits that you, that should stay in 2022 versus coming into 2023 or, um, you know, reflecting on your spending habits, possibly like your habits in regards to not great activities, like, you know, drinking, smoking, that kind of stuff. Um, that those are how we make our resolutions stick. So like, let's for, let's say, for example, you know, you make this resolution that this year is the year you're going to buy a house. Okay. You're going to buy your, it doesn't even need like to be this grand house, but this is the year that you're going to buy your three bedroom, two bath townhome. Okay. Great resolution. I'm not going to lie. Everybody wants to own a house. Well, not everybody, but lots of people want to own a house. So that's, that's a fine and dandy resolution. But what happens when you just put that house up on your vision board or in your brain, but you don't do, you don't change any habits or you don't do anything to change the person that you were in 2022 or the habits that you had in 2022 that, that 
the reason why you didn't buy a house in 2022 was because your spending habits are still shit. You're still, you know, going out and drinking regularly and not spending money or, you know, you're still, you're still at that job that pays you and you haven't had a raise in three years or, you know, these kind of things. That is what's going to allow you to buy a house in 2023. We can all have this, this goal and this dream to buy a house. This is just the example that I'm using. It could be anything, you know, whatever your goal is, but we all have that goal. But if we're not changing the, the actions behind the goal, then you're never going to get that resolution. So that's why I'm saying if, if we're going to go ahead and create these big resolutions for 2023, you need to reflect on the habits, person, um, that kind of stuff, like the steps that you need to take to get there. And that's why I'm saying that I think, again, toxic is not the right word, but it's like the only word that's popping in my brain. But um, frick, I just can't think of a different word. But that's why I think um, resolutions are toxic, quote unquote, because so many people, like we just put this grand idea out there, you're going to lose 30 pounds. But you're not reflecting on why you needed, why you need to lose the 30 pounds or whatever, you know, because you overeat, because you still have a shitty mental relationship with food, because, you know, you, you binge eat when you're sad. Well, then why are you sad all the time? Like, these are the things, like those types of, um, those types of, well, one second, those types of things are what will allow us to reach the goal. So without reflection, we have no idea what steps to take, right? So, you know, again, buying the house. So now we need to reevaluate and reflect on my spending habits. How do those look? You know, you still, you're going into 2023 with two grand in your bank account, let's say. Well, a down payment for a house is probably like at least 10 to 20 grand. So you're going to need to learn how to save. So we need to reflect on your saving. You need to reflect on your spending. You need to reflect on where that money goes. Um, you know, you, you have this grand resolution that you're going to like cut all the toxic people out of your life. Okay. That's great. I, I saying go and do that, but you're not reflecting on what you need to do to cut those people out of your life. You know, you need to, how do you create boundaries? What, like, what is the boundary that creates the person that you're trying to cut out? You know, just because this person's like flaky or, or this, is this person just a bad person to be around? You know, you need to reflect on what that looks like to you. You know, this is the year that you're going to find love. Okay. Everybody wants to find love, but what are you doing within yourself that allows you to be able to find love? Because if you are still like on the inside, if you're still all messed up, you know, whatever, lack of a better thing. If like, if you're, if you can't, if you're not healed and you can't like work on that, then your love is bound to fail. You know, you, no one, it will only last so long. Um, so, you know, you need to reflect on what you need to do internally to be able to welcome love and make it stick. Um, all these kind of things, what the heck, all these kind of things are what you need to do um, to make sure that your resolution sticks. So where I'm saying that maybe toxic, but you know, where we need to switch our mindset is creating New Year's reflections that allow a resolution to come from a reflection. Does that make sense?
Um, you know, for example, for me, one of my resolutions, I guess, would be this year that uh, my business really, really grows. You know, I'm an online fitness coach and business is going well, but I want it to be better. So, excuse me, goodness gracious. <laughs> so what do I need to do, reflecting on what do I need to do to make sure that that happens? Well, I need to, you know, get really like narrow down my time management skills because when I'm working, I need to be working. When I'm momming, I need to be momming, you know? So time management skills. I need to work on like the back end of things where, you know, making sure that systems are flowing like properly. I need to make sure that like, and work on communication within the team and making sure that that is all um, good to go because one weak link in the team, the whole thing fails, you know, business is like a domino effect. So that's one of my goals. But if I was to just sit there and be like, 2023, business is going to boom and I'm going to have the most successful online coaching business there is on Instagram and TikTok, you know, well, great goal, Cassie. But if I continue to be the person that I was in 2022 and not reflecting on how I should change to make that goal happen, then my business would stay the same. You know, same thing goes with, this one's a really good example, actually. I don't even know how I didn't bring this up yet. Duh. But let's say your goal in 2023 is to beat an addiction, okay? Let's just, I was going to say sober, but that's just my, that was just my thing. Um, over one year sober now. Boop, boop. But anyway, if you... You wanted to like beat an addict. You want to quit smoking. You want to quit doing drugs. You want to quit drinking. Okay. One of those. Let's just say. Well then, that's a fantastic goal. But if you don't work on the things that you need to get to that goal, I'm pretty sure you're still going to stay drinking or you're smoking or whatever it is in 2023. So at that point, we need to sit there and be like, okay, so B, B is the quitting of the drinking, the quitting of the addiction. A is steps to get there. So, you know, you need to look at like people, places, things where you go. Well, you can't hang out with the same drunks if you expect to be sober. You can't keep going to the same pub on Friday after work if you want to stay sober. You can't, you know, these things need to change. And so when we sit and we're looking at December 31st and tomorrow's the first of the year and everybody expects that their life is just going to fucking propel into outer space this year, but they don't do the steps and you're not reflecting on the last year. We just look at the year, we have these goals and we're like, this is going to be next year. But you didn't sit and take a moment of reflection because that's really the goal here, right? The goal in making New Year's resolutions is to make it so that there is growth next year. The degree in which that growth is, is completely up to you. And where that growth happens is completely up to you. But the goal here is to grow next year. So how do we grow without reflecting on what we need to grow from? Or, or the areas where we need to grow, you know? Also, one other thing, we got to quit making resolutions that take, like, freaking 
eight years to get. Okay, let's dial that one down. Like, we're making these, we were, goodness gracious, English is hard today. Um, we're making these goals that, in the grand scheme of things, probably take three to like five years to accomplish. Great goal, but let's like dial it back a bit. You know, like we need, <laughs> we need to like keep creating or we need to make realistic time goals. And so maybe, you know, let's, let's, for example, I just like to throw examples in there so that I know like kind of can make it relatable. But one of my goals, and if you looked at my vision board, that's right beside me there. I just don't want to move my cameras because they're in the perfect position at the moment, but I have a vision board that is right there. Okay. On that vision board, there is like a beautiful farmhouse that is on beautiful acreage with a beautiful barn with a beautiful restored Bronco with like, that is like my end goal. Like that's where I want to be. But like, if I was to say that in 2023 is the year that I'm going to get that, that's pretty unrealistic given where my life is at now. And I know, I know, I know I'm probably going to get some comments of being like, oh, well, you need to dream bigger. And if you put these self-limiting things on yourself, you'll never get there. I get that. Okay. I'm not saying I'm never going to get my dream house. I'm never going to live on that farm. It's an unattainable goal. If it was completely unattainable, it wouldn't be on my fucking vision board. Now would it? But the realistic side of me accomplishing that in 2023 is pretty slim to none. So when we're looking at creating these reflections and these um, resolutions, we want to, and I think that that's really the important part about reflecting. Because yeah, if I didn't reflect on how my life looks now at this point in 2022, and I just like made this goal that I could achieve that in the next 12 months, and then obviously I was like way, like it was not happening. You could be so easily like discouraged and whatever. But through reflecting, I'm like, okay, so this is where my financials are at right now. This is what is going on in my life right now that is pulling my money that, you know, isn't really going anywhere this year. So like prioritize, pri what the heck is going on with my English? <laughs> I've been hanging out with a baby too much. Okay. I got like baby, baby mouth <laughs> going on. Um, but you know, you look and where my life is at today, I can accomplish some pretty fucking wicked things in 2023. And I do know to a certain degree, 2023 is going to be an amazing year for me. But the realistic side of me getting my friggin' 20 plus acre farmhouse with my horses and my restored Bronco and my quads and, you know, my kids have horses and all this stuff, that's probably not happening this year. So what we need to do, and that is, that is through reflection. This is what I mean. Like, we don't need to... I think part part why like resolutions fail and fail so quickly is that one we don't reflect but then two we're like shooting for the fucking moon when it when we're doing it but we're like unrealistic moon like if there was three moons past the moon that's the moon that y'all are shooting for with your resolutions meanwhile you're living down here like and you you're not even like a quarter way to the first moon if you know what I mean so it's like you got to dial yourself back a bit and realize like where you're at today, 
creating realistic goals and reflecting on how to get there. And so, you know, and that really also puts into perspective, like how many times, like if you've ever actually sat down and like reflected, actually, this is a really good thing because one thing that I, that we teach in our like coaching is gratitudes, like daily gratitudes. And through daily gratitudes is where we really realize like what the heck we've got going on right now. You know, like there's been so many times that I feel like my life is just in the dumps and then I'll sit down and do daily gratitudes. Let's be honest here. Okay. If I'm being hundred percent honest here, it's more like weekly gratitudes for me because I'm not very good at the daily thing. Um, as much as I put it in my calendar, I don't know. Anyway, we're getting off track here. Um, we sit down and do our gratitudes and I can sit there and I'll, I'll walk into my journal and I'm like, fuck, my life sucks right now. Like, you know, there's so much going on, blah, blah, blah. You just kind of feel like down in the dumps and then you sit and you do your gratitudes and all of a sudden you can write like nine or 10 gratitudes and you're like, okay, like, I guess, I guess it's not that bad. Like, I guess it's not that bad. So you know, and being grateful for like today I woke up and I can flush my toilet, which how many people in like the world can't even, they don't have flushable toilets. You know, I went and I turned on hot water with soap to wash my hands after I peed. And then, you know, I got to get up and pick my son up out of his bed where he was warm, where he was dry, you know, got to turn off his white noise machine. Like, how fucking privileged, you know? And when you look at life that way and you really like look at what you should be grateful for, because for us and for me, like that's just normal stuff. You know, you're just like, everybody has that, but not everybody has that. Like (laughs) there's a lot of the world that doesn't have that. And I know like, what are we like going back to like the 1990s when, you know, you didn't finish your food on the plate and your mom would be like, you know how many starving kids in Africa could use that food? You know, my scraps, my like leftover fucking turkey meatloaf is probably not getting sent to Africa, but the premise behind it, it's still true, you know? And so, (laughs) oh, that just totally like... Like, I can't, I remember that so much. Just being like, if you don't, you don't have any starving kids in Africa. Um, I feel bad for the kids in Africa. Don't worry, I'm not making fun of them. But I'm just saying. So, you know, when we reflect on this last year, things like that start to pop up. Because I know, like, and I think it's obviously, like, the culture or the pressure surrounding this time of year where we're all supposed to be, like, making these crazy changes and our lives are just supposed to freaking bounce into the next stratosphere of success and all this. So we're almost like pressured to create these very unrealistic goals for ourselves. And we're almost pressured. Um, we're almost pressured to, um, think, okay, we're shooting here, but take a second and think about what I'm saying here. We're almost pressured at this time of year to feel and to believe and to think that our lives are worse off than they really are. Okay. You know, everybody in December 31st, we're supposed to like have all these grand goals for, for ourselves. And you see all these other people, you hear all these other people 
creating these grand goals for ourselves. And I mean, I think it's just human nature to like want to be one of the pack and one of the tribe. And, you know, you, you see like, that's like the thing with like Instagram, right? You see, and this is just because of what I see when I scroll, but whatever your for you page looks like, you know, you see all these like perfect little Pinterest moms that, you know, their house looks perfect. Their kids are never crying. <laughs> their house is like perfectly all white and cream and beige. And, you know, she looks just beautiful all the time. Like, this is what I look like 99% of the time. And like, I, I, I'm nothing special. You know, I don't even have my lashes on today. But, you know, like, so it can be so easy to get caught up in thinking that our life is way worse off than it really is. And so then we create these very unrealistic res resolutions and they're unrealistic in the sense that your life really doesn't need that big of a resolution, you know? So through reflection and <clears throat> through sitting back and being like, okay, what did, what did 2022 look like? Like what were experiences in 2022 that brought you pain or brought you pleasure, you know? Who were the type of people that you were surrounded by or that you came across in 2022 that you couldn't imagine letting go in 2023 or that maybe taught you a lesson, whether that's good or a bad lesson? Um, people that came and went in 2022 that you're like, holy, f we are not letting people like that in 2023 into our lives, you know, like those red flag people. I know we've all come across them. We all have. Um, and so... When we sit and we look at that and go, so that's exactly what I, what was 2022 and what needs to stay there. So let's reflect on how we make sure that those things stay there and what can come into 2023. Do you see where I'm getting at here? Like, I know I talk a lot and I tend to just like blah, blah, blah but it's just like how my brain works. But I think like... This is what I mean. Like if you if you're just sitting there today going, holy shit, like, you know, I need to lose 50 pounds this year. Okay, do you really need to lose 50 pounds this year? Like, why do you feel like you need to lose 50 pounds? Is it because of something your husband says to you or your wife says to you or because of when you're scrolling social media, you see women or men that look like they're 20 pounds or 50 pounds lighter than you are. And that's what you think is what you need to look like in 2023. God, all these numbers are messing up my brain. 2023. Or like, do you really need to lose 50 pounds? Because you are genuinely 50 pounds like overweight. And that is creating unhealthiness in your body. Okay. This is one thing that I see daily. Okay. Again, I'm an online fitness coach. Basically just a a fancy way of saying I am a personal trainer nutritionist that went online. Okay. That's just basically what I do. But, um, and I see so, and I just work with women. So I see so many women that come to me, um, and they're like, Oh, like I need to lose 40, 50, 60, 80, whatever pounds, 20 pounds. Well, 20 is pretty attainable either way, but let's just say, you know, and I'm like, but why? why do you feel like you need to lose it? Oh, well, because I want to fit into my jeans pre-baby. Honey, you had three children. 
You had two children. You had a child, whatever it is. More than likely, your body, like, you're not going to probably fit into those jeans comfortably the way that you used to. Not because you need to lose 20, 50 pounds. Because your body changed. Your hips changed. Like, your bone structure fucking changed. Um, you know? And so, no. You know? And, like, that's where we realistically look at ourselves in the mirror that year and we're like, oh, it's a 50-pound year. And it's because you're trying to squeeze onto these jeans. But then maybe you just go buy a pair of jeans that's, like, one size bigger. It's just not a big deal. And that allows for your newly developed hips or the the bones that moved while you were freaking pregnant. And you're like, oh, wow, okay. And then you walk out and your husband or whatever, or you're just down on reflection when you put on, because we don't all have spouses. Okay, I understand that. So you look at your reflection in this new one size bigger jean. And you're like, damn, I look good. Damn, I'm banging. Well, then... You didn't need to lose 50 pounds. So reflecting on that and reflecting on the reason why you're saying you need to make this resolution is going to, one, save you from making some pretty, like, sometimes dangerous resolutions. Because how many times... Fuck. I remember... Okay, this is a bit of a story time. I remember when I was... I was like 14 or 15, okay? So this was like... This is really bad. But I was like... <laughs> I there I was like 14, 15... And keep in mind, when I was that old, like, or when I was that young, like, I was this big around. Like, people used to make fun of me and say that, like, I have to eat a cheeseburger or else I'm going to fall through the slats in the deck, okay? I was a skinny, lanky, tall kid. I'm five foot seven, and I have been five foot seven since I was in, like, sixth grade. So I've always been the tall, lanky one. And I don't know why, but New Year's resolutions came around, and... For some reason, I had it in my head that I had to lose weight this year, okay? I had it in my head. It was, I needed to do it. So this is back when Zellers was still a thing in Canada. And I went to Zellers on like New Year's Day or whatever, somewhere short after that. And I bought fucking HydroxyCut, okay? HydroxyCut. If you don't know what that is, if you were never awake at three in the morning and fucking watching infomercials and saw an infomercial for HydroxyCut, you're probably too young to be listening to my podcast. But I went and bought HydroxyCut, okay? At 14 or 15, something like that. And I was like probably 80 pounds soaking wet. And I started popping those things like it was the fucking Flintstone multivitamin. I was popping that shit like it was candy. And guess what? (laughs) I got really, really sick. Like I got super, super sick. I like withered away to nothing. I developed a little bit of an eating disorder, trigger warning. Um, should probably say that before I say that word, but trigger warning, I developed a little bit of an eating disorder. Um, and I was like, I remember I've seen pictures. I don't have any pictures now, like of when I was little. Um, but I remember seeing a picture of me when I was around that age. I think it was like, there was some sort of celebration. We took a group photo and I'm not even lying to you. Like my skin was gray. Like I was gray and like you could see like all my collarbone and like my shoulder bones and I was just stick thin. And 
that was not a great resolution to have, but that was because, and obviously at 14, 15, like this whole like reflection thing doesn't really work in your brain, but I'm just trying to make the point of <clears throat> that not all your resolutions are healthy resolutions. And so you need to reflect on why you're feeling the need to make that resolution. Okay. That's the point I'm making in this story. But so I looked at this picture of myself and there I am gray as a freaking dried up coyote poop. And I was like, oh my God. And I remember my mom saw the picture too. And my mom was like, you could see the look in her face. She was like, um, what? And then I remember at some point during the next like week or so, I don't remember exactly, but then all of a sudden I was downstairs in the living room and I'm not going to tell you guys my entire name. Um, I'm not going to tell you guys my entire name on the internet, but all of a sudden I was down in the internet, oh, down in the internet. I was down in the living room and I hear Cassie Pittman, my full name, middle, first, middle, last. And then that's when you know you're in shit as a kid is when you, when you get your entire name, whoo, girl, you better run. And so I hear it and I'm like, uh, and then I hear like cling, cling, like ching, ching, like this, the sound of like pills in a bottle. And I instantly knew that my mother had found my hydroxy kit. Okay. I knew it. I was hiding it in my sock drawer in a sock and I was probably like overdosing on that shit too. Like I friggin, um, was probably taking way too many that I didn't need to be taking. But, um, all of a sudden I hear it and I run up the stairs, you know, my mom like freaking lays into me and it's like, why? Like, what are you doing? And I remember I just broke down in front of her and I was like, I'm fat. I'm fat. And like, keep in mind, I was extremely bullied in, um, elementary and junior high. Like I literally had to change junior highs cause I was so bullied. Okay. I showed up to school one day. And this random kid that I didn't, I didn't even know existed. was like, you're really brave. And I was like, why? And he's like, cause you're here and no one likes you. And I was like, whoa. So I went home, took my like school bag and went home and I was like, mom, I need to change schools. Like I got to change schools. I, I can't even go to school anymore. So then I changed schools. But so I had like a lot of like psyche stuff going on that obviously probably led into this. Um, but I was like, I'm fat and I need to like be on hydroxycut and I puke after I eat. Like it was just terrible. And like, then it led to a whole other like therapy and shit like that. And I'm fine now. Obviously I teach other women how to be fine with their body now. But you know, again, the point I'm trying to make is if my little 14, 15 year old brain could have done it and I had, um, sat there and reflected on why I felt the need to create this resolution to like get skinny this year, it would have saved me a lot of damage on my body. Like a lot of damage. Okay. Um, my cycle stopped during that time. Um, I had to work pretty freaking hard to like get my body weight back up because I've always had a very high metabolism. Um, and so it was just a lot of work to like pull myself out of that. Um, you know, and then into my like adult years, creating these resolutions without reflection behind them have led to some pretty like uncomfortable situations, you know, like back when I was, what, I was like 19. Yeah. 19. Cause I waited until this is back when I drank and I was waiting until I was legal to drink in British Columbia. Cause British Columbia is 19. Anyway, made this resolution. I was going to move to BC. 
first year I ever moved to BC. And I should have really reflected on why I was making that uh, resolution and why I felt the need to do that and what it really required to make sure that that happened. Because little 19-year-old me packed up two suitcases and a purse and moved to a different province. Um, that didn't go very well. Like, I uh, really <laughs> kind of messed myself up financially. I messed myself up in relationships and that. And just if I had just taken five minutes and really reflected on why I felt the need to do it, would have saved me a lot of money. Would have saved me a lot of hurt. Would have saved me a lot of moving back and forth. So... Today, I I pro if you do anything, if you're going to reflect on anything, make any sort of resolution this year, please reflect on why you feel the need to do it first. Reflect on it because you need to reflect on the past year and realize why we want this year to change and in what capacity, okay? Again, like experiences that you had this year that were great or not so great. Reflect on those. People that you met that were great or not so great. Reflect on those. Habits that you have that are great or not so great. Excuse me. Reflect on those. Reflect on these things so that you can change them or bring them or, or, gr or grow them into this next year. Because if you don't do that and we just set all these unrealistic goals or, we, or resolutions or we just make all these resolutions without reflection or a plan behind them. Like I promise you 2024, the this year, this day next year is going to roll around and your life is going to look probably the same. If maybe worse, maybe worse, you know, it's a real thing. So just, just take five minutes. It's probably gonna take more than five. Okay. Let's, let's take an hour and reflect on this past year, reflect on your resolutions and create some, some attainable ones and create some plans behind them. You know, like there's some obviously resolutions out there that don't require much reflection. Like I'm going to, I don't know, <laughs> be kinder this year or like I'm going to volunteer this year. Okay. That's great. Those, those things, please do them. Uh, I'm going to donate blood this year. You know, these things, they don't need much reflection, but I'm, I'm speaking to the ones that you know, are like those monumental life-changing ones that we all want to attain this year and reflect on how you're going to do it, what you need to get there, the plan that you need to take to achieve A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And then you have much more attainable goals. Okay. 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 You see what I'm saying? So I think that that's that for today's episode of Pull Up a Stump. If you are wherever you're listening from, because I now found out you can actually rate this on Spotify as well. Wherever you're listening from, please give it a rating. Apple um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please rate my podcast. I would really, really appreciate it. And if you really want, you really, really want to be a good person in 2023, you'll give it five stars. <laughs> um, but this is episode 19, guys. This is insane. I started this podcast 19 episodes ago thinking that I was just like, I wanted to do it, but it was more like just a speaking diary, um, you know, and just kind of like being able to vent and get shit off my chest. And now we're 19 episodes later and this shit's rolling. There's people on the other side of the world that listen to my podcast. I think it's so freaking cool. By no means am I some like podcast rock star, but it's certainly gone farther than 
I thought it would in 19 episodes. Episode 19. This is insane. I remember when I hit 10, I was like, ah, and now I'm about to hit 20. It's just crazy. So anyway, wherever you're listening from, please give it a rating. You can comment on them somehow. Um, you know, shoot a, shoot a screenshot of you listening to it and send it to me on Instagram or wherever you are and tell me something you liked about it. That'd be wonderful. Um, I really want this podcast to go places this next year. And guess what? I have taken steps to figure out what I need to do to get it there. Um, and so thank you so much for listening to today's episode of pull up a stump surviving and thriving life nowadays. Don't forget you know what I'm about to say. And if you know me from social media, you know, this is my tagline. Don't forget, move your body, drink your water, do your positive affirmations. And yeah, I love and appreciate you for listening. Thanks. Bye.